0: Best Damn Nation, beautiful people, it is Wednesday, and you know what time it is, it is the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the Best Damn Crew. I got your boy, hold up, first of all, I got to give everybody their just due, Uh, I got the boss of all bosses. Uh, Some might call him the ultimate boss. Hmm. A a, a, a renaissance man, if you will. The genie of the best damn wrestling podcast. Your boy, (laughs) LP, is in the building.
1: What's going on, everybody? Oh, next.
0: I have the sultan of spices. Hmm. (laughs) The pastry chef pimp. Senor Fuego himself, Chef Showtime, what's happening?
2: What's good, what's good?
0: Oh, what does this man not do? He does everything. Literally everything. He's tougher than your daddy, and he's your mama's favorite wrestler, Mr. Everything Victor <laughs> Andrews. Yes, yes, yes. Those are all true. Those are all very true. <laughs> uh, we are the best damn wrestling podcast. Fellas, can I get a Ric Flair whoop? Woo! Yo, 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 that, that was Ric Flair would be would we'll be so disappointed in that woop.
3: Well, I'm, I'm not from, I'm not from
0: North Carolina originally, so <laughs> Oh, you got to put some respect on the great one's name, man. Uh Rick Flair. Uh woo! Thank you uh for everyone for joining us. Uh you could be anywhere in the world. But you ain't you right here watching your boys each and every Wednesday at 6 o'clock. uh for everyone who is in Radio Land on iHeartRadio, on Pandora, on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcast. And right now you could say Alexa. Play the best damn wrestling podcast and she will play it for you. Gotta make sure my legs was off. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you can join us uh, on all of those platforms and fellas Let me go around the board. Let me see how y'all doing. LP, what's been going on? What's
1: going on, man? Not much, man. Same old, same old, man. Trying to stay busy out here. Trying to get a little bit of bread out here. A little bit of crumbs. All (laughs)
0: right. Chef, what's happening? Uh,
2: Same old, same old. You know, chilling. Trying to take over the world.
0: Yeah, I know. That's right. Uh, Mr.
3: Everything, what's going on? Nothing, man. I'm on the countdown. I got three three weeks of school left, and I'm done. When I'm be finally done, I have my bachelor's in exercise science. So I'm excited. Oh man, <laughs> congratulations
0: on that. Oh clap, clap, some tap, taps all around, sir. There you <laughs> <laughs> Scholarly, if if you will. Uh <laughs> congratulations. What what school are you attending? I don't
3: want to say all that. <laughs> most people are. Now, uh, yeah, most, most not. not uh, I'm at Shaw University, uh,
0: HBCU. Oh. Uh, Ooh, you're gonna have a lot of bears, man. To for that, you're supposed to show some bear pride. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the many <laughs> great HBCUs uh, in North Carolina. Um, I'm an eagle myself. I went to North Carolina Central University, so I'm going to rep that. Always and all day You know what I'm saying Uh, But fellas Let's talk about The world of wrestling And uh, you know how we do it Each and every Wednesday We have to do my favorite subject And segment It's Hot Topics So uh, I want to go back a little bit To something that happened On a past Monday Night Raw uh there was a match between Dana Brooke, who was the current 24-7 champion. Uh, and if anybody doesn't know what the 24-7 championship belt was, it was a how would you how would you how would you classify the 24-7 title? Would it be a um a celebrity? I guess a celebrity type belt.
1: Uh mm-hmm no no, no. It, it's
0: a legit belt it is no. belt. Mm-hmm. it's the r2 yeah. championship Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. there there it is the r2 championship i would call it an entertainment belt you know saying uh for for sports entertainers uh and and uh people who are in entertainment can uh, can uh receive this title uh the only way that they can change hands is by pinfall, and literally, you can pin anybody anywhere at any time. Uh, there were some people who made this belt very notable, uh, and we we just spoke on them a few minutes ago. Our truth really made that belt. Whoa, a- whoa, whoa, whoa. Who else has brought whoa. enjoyment, pure childhood
1: enjoyment? Whoa. Where did, Where did that belt? Who? Where did that bell come from? That was the hardcore bell Crash holly Rest in peace. Crash Holly was the one who started that whole twenty four seven thing. Let's not. Let's not forget about uh era. Just. I'm not, we're, we're talking. I'm not, we're talking
3: about this era. We're talking about this I'm era, not comparing era.
0: Okay.
1: All right. All right.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not comparing the twenty four uh. championship to the hardcore championship. Those are two completely different belts. But it's the same belt. They turned the hardcore belt into that belt. I refuse to believe that, sir. That is false news. (laughs) (laughs) I refuse to believe that. That is false news. The 24-7 title, I would say it's an entertainment belt. You know, uh, you you were winning and, and it always had some funny segments along with the belt. Uh, R-Truth uh, and a couple of others uh, have brought a lot of validity to the belt for being entertaining. Nobody really took the belt seriously. R-Truth took it seriously. Uh, I believe he won the belt like 44 times or some crazy number like that. Uh, but each time he won it, it was very entertaining and very funny. Uh, since they took the belt off of Our know, truth they've been doing some lackluster segments. And then ultimately, the belt uh, landed on Dana Brooke. I don't know why. It just landed on Dana Brooke. Uh, <laughs> so this uh, this past Monday, I believe, um, there was a match between Nikki Cross and Dana Brooke where Nikki Cross won the 24-7 championship. I thought that they were going to add another title to Damage Control uh, adjoining the Tag Team Championships with Dakota Kai and Neo Sky. But they did not. Nikki Cross took the belt and threw it in the trash can. So I believe that's a sort of way of saying that they're trying to uh, to to go away with the belt. They're not trying to <laughs> have the 24-7 championship anymore. And I want to see how you fellas feel about it. I know we're going to have some strong opinions on it. Uh, so let me go ahead and switch to the genie of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. What do you think about the 24/7 Championship ultimately yeah. being
1: trashed. All right. First of all, I looked it up, and it did come from the Hardcore Championship. They it. <laughs> so that belt is connected. Uh, I mean, I really felt like if they're gonna get rid of it, they should just got rid of it. not. Not maybe Carl should have held on to it because she ain't gonna get no belt no other kind of way. So I don't <laughs> know why she should it this. I know we said it's kind of like a celebrity belt, but it's also like a belt that some of the Backstage wrestlers you don't ever see, you know, get get a couple of you know get some airtime, you know, jump in get the belt you don't see them again or whatever. So I think it was it was entertaining, but R two definitely made it more entertaining. But the whole thing was entertaining for what it was. They should definitely keep it on. I, I I hope it comes back. Maybe they will not watch to bring it back. But they need something for the you know the backstage wrestlers that don't get nothing going on. Uh, I agree with you on that standpoint, the
0: belt really gave a lot of wrestlers something to do. Uh, before then everybody would be sitting in catering. So at least if you didn't have anything going on, if you didn't have any storylines, if you didn't have any segments, then you can chase for the 24 seven title. No matter how degrading it may have been to some people or some champs some, and uh, former champions, they had something to do. They were on TV. They got seen some type of a way uh mr everything i let me let me ask you uh, about that what would uh what would you have done if you were given the 24 7 titles uh i personally would have been running
3: the entire time i think i would have chosen the r truth method of just hide and seek and making sure that i never lose the title and if i did i got it right back but I gotta say, I'm really surprised by LP's comments. Cause he was the main one that said WWE got too many belts. Got too many belts, nobody knows what would do anything. They're not doing anything with none of the belts. They got too many belts. Huh?
1: <laughs> I said they need to bring belts back. What are you
3: talking about? You I mean. said they had too many belts. And now yeah. they get rid of one and you said, oh, they need to bring them back. And I think it's it's a way to give some of the guys that's in backstage that's not doing anything. It's got it's a give It's an opportunity to show them like right, we're gonna start giving you guys segments. Like instead of having you run around being silly, being goofy, or whatever, we'll actually make you work. So
1: I, we'll, let's see what happens. I got a question for you. Have you you know you've been there before? Is it true that when you're on screen you get a certain amount of money, and if you're not on screen you don't get no money, right? No, you guys. still
3: get paid. You you get paid the moment you walk through that door.
1: Okay, but you sure, get more.
3: Sure.
1: You get more. Yeah, on you screen? get
3: more. You get more money on screen. You get yeah, and then yeah. you get more money in ring.
1: So that they helps the guys get a little bit more money. That yeah. Ain't you. Okay.
3: Yeah, absolutely. But a lot oh. of times, most guys don't don't mind not being on screen because they can sit backstage and eat that great great catering food. Chef, you need to get hired by WWE and go out there and cook for them and, and, and make some of that, was, that, was a, that gumbo and all that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Chef, what do you think about the 24-7 title and do you think it should have been trashed? And if that's the case, what belt could they put in place to give other wrestlers something to go after?
2: Oh. The 24 7 title it was cool our trills made it what it was but to me i think they should bring more titles back you feel me like they like yeah bring way more titles back because it, it make more people want to fight make more people want to do more things on camera because right now it just you see the same people all day every day with the 24 okay. title you see people running through the screens is doing dumb stuff it was it was very entertaining to me I
0: liked it. I don't know why you trashed it, but I liked it. I liked it went in the right hands. You know, yeah. I think when it was in our truth hands, you knew it was going to be funny. It was going to be something that was going to be entertaining. Uh, Drake Maverick had it for a small uh, period of time, and he was doing some very funny things uh, with his new wife at the time. Uh, that was very entertaining. Also, uh, Akira Tozawa who just had a big match on uh, this past Monday night against Baron Corbin was doing some really great things with the twenty four t- title, twenty four seven title in our truth, you know. And I think the common thread to that was our truth, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I enjoyed that belt. I'm, I'm sad to see it go because, like I said, I did I did know that it did a lot of things for a lot of wrestlers and it kept them busy uh, to a to a certain extent. I would like to see something in place of that. I know we talked about the last podcast maybe a, a European uh title making a reemergence either on the main product or uh on NXT. Um I'm not I'm not sure what other belts that they can really bring uh to the forefront other than like a, a secondary uh belt for the women. I think the women should have a secondary, like a, a C title. Um, I think that Dana Brooke was talking about possibly make it the 24-7 title into um, into that secondary belt for the women which that would be interesting if you can change the meaning but you would have to change the whole look of the belt and everything you have to repackage it and then represent it and you can still call it the 24-7 championship I mean that would be a workhorse belt but I don't think that Triple H saw it that way And ultimately, they kind of, you know, scrapped the whole thing. So we enjoyed it, Uh, but I I definitely would like to see something in place of that 24-7 title. All right. Uh, Also, this past Friday, we saw the crowning of the longest reigning tag team champions In the Usos. Fellas, are you feeling Usy tonight? Huh? (laughs) Are you feeling Usy and Juicy?
3: Huh? I I, I gotta tell you, man, I I love those segments with Sami Zayn in them because they look like they're having so much fun. And and it's really hard to kind of keep character when you have somebody like Sami Zayn to say something crazy and you're like, man I, I can't with this guy right now like even Roman Reigns can be as tough as he wants to be but he embrace character but he makes it work in his own demeanor like he's like this guy's a funny guy and then he goes back into the whole
0: tribal chief thing so I love being oozy <laughs> <laughs> oh man it, it just it just uh, I love that word man it just I don't know it's just it's funny it's fun to say it's fun to say uh, the Usos are your longest reigning tag team champions. LP, how do you feel
1: about that? I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm. I'm not all that excited about the I, mean, I guess I'm one of them guys. I'm sorry, because I I technically feel like they're not the longest reigning champions because when you say they're the longest reigning tag team champions, they haven't had both belts. So which belt are you counting? Like, you know what I'm saying? When the new day had the belt, the new day had a tag belt. One the, I don't know which tag belt they had, but they had a tag belt, right?
2: Street,
1: but the Uso got two belts. So technically, one of them belts don't count. And I'm like, I feel like I'm the only person that noticed this. I'm just like, there's nobody else talking about this. Like they, they are not the longest reigning champions with both belts. One of them belts don't count. But I don't know, maybe, maybe they just combining it and just saying the hell with it.
0: I would dare say even if you're trying to get into semantics like that they're the longest reigning champions that's held two belts at the same time so either way you look at it they're still the longest reigning tag team
1: champions either way I'm not going to give them that credit because the Usos they don't (laughs) wrestle with us I'm sorry I'm old I'm old school like they don't defend their belts you can't count on your hand how many times they defended that belt. Probably the like, last last three months. So the same way I, same way I'm about rolling, It's the same way I'm about them. Like if they fall all the time, I I get in them props. But they should, they should, they should let. They, 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 they knew they needed that. They they should have, They knew they needed that win. Now they're back there in catering, helping the people out pass out plates. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, it's, oh, it's the same man. thing as like um, Roman Reigns is saying that he's the longest reigning champion ever. But what belt is you counting that from? Is it kind of WWE or the Universal? When they keep saying the longest reigning Unified Championship.
1: Uh, yeah, I got, yeah, I mean, again, that's, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like, nobody else can watch
3: <laughs> the Okay, so I just Smackdown. I just looked it up. I just looked it up. They're the longest reigning WWE SmackDown taxing champion. Yeah they held it like since them. august august 23rd
1: 2016 to current yeah, but they haven't been yeah, right. Right I, I, that's perfect. jeez no, they had it for a while it's since 2016
0: what, what <laughs> yeah, information are you getting that from we gotta check out sources right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we gotta check out sources oh memento we gotta check it Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all continue i'm gonna I'm look this up y'all continue <laughs> oh man um so i'm gonna I'm go ahead and congratulate the usos man they have been killing it uh, along with the bloodline uh for about a, about a year um i've been enjoying all of the segments that they've had i love the dynamic of jay and jimmy who are the uso brothers um they're uh showcasing their family's uh, history and uh, the dominance within the wrestling field and the entertainment. Um, so, uh, on behalf of all the fellas here at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, man, we salute the Usos, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta salute for boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also, I know we've been waiting on it. We've been seeing all of these uh, these vignettes and segments with your boy Bray Wyatt, and we were wondering who his first victim was, or was going to be. Uh, and I think he may have found his very first victim in your boy La Knight.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I'm interested to see that. L.A. Knight is a, is very well known for his, his speaking and uh, his entertainment value. I'm not sure if he's known too much for his wrestling. Uh, he can wrestle. He can go. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I just haven't seen a whole lot of wrestling from L.A. Knight. I love the L.A. Knight character, um, and I want to see what kind of challenge he poses uh, to uh, Bray Wyatt. Let me go around the board and See if you guys are interested in an LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt match that's probably gonna eventually happen uh within this next week or so. Uh Mr. Everything, what do you think about your boy LA Knight versus a possible Bray Wyatt? Uh, I'm not very excited about him,
3: honestly. Uh because it does nothing for either guy. It does nothing for either one of them. If Bray Wyatt beats him, you know, what what does that do for LA Knight? Where is he where does he go from there? If he loses the LA Knight, then what does that do for Bray Wyatt? That kill that kills complete momentum of returning and everything else. I think they just need to continue on with the Uncle Howdy thing, let LA Knight go on and continue messing with Rick Shay and then later on come together, to do something, but right now it's too early.
0: Yeah. Uh I can I can agree with you on that standpoint. Uh Shift. What do you think about the L.A. Knight versus Bray Wyatt potential storyline?
2: I, I, me, I think it's gonna be a, Bray. That match gonna turn L.A. Knight to the dark side. He gonna be one of with Bray Wyatt. That's what I can see. But that well, like a good match that will promote him. Then it shows. Bray, it, I think that Uncle Howdy's gonna come out of Bray, turn L.A. Knight to one of his little minions.
0: It's going to be nice. Oh, man. LP, do you see anything good coming out of the Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight potential match?
1: Uh, Yeah, kind of what both of them said. Like, I see parts of what both of of them saying because he's not going to get nothing out of it. So the only way to get something out of it is if Bray turns him... Because when he first came at him, he came at him recruiting he ain't somebody there on no fight that he was trying to recruit him so i I, I kind of think it's going to be like how the undertaker used to do the ministry member by member and then they, the other members just snaps off and just going or whatever i i, I kind of think they're going to go that route but i think if they go that route it'll be beneficial for l.a knight because i don't know who he is a lot of other people don't know who he is They they watch in exceeding the so they can give him a name for himself um but i, I think that's the only way that it, that it works
0: Okay. Um, I, I I think I'm with you guys man I don't know if I would have chose that matchup for Bray Wyatt's first match and then it, it really doesn't do anything for LA Knight unless they have some type of a storyline come out of it or if LA Knight joins Bray Wyatt which I don't even know if I'm interested in that too much because LA Knight is a talker so I'm not sure how Bray Wyatt would do in a group full of strong personality people who can all speak. You know, um, so I don't know if that if, if LA Knight would be a great addition uh to the Wyatt Six, but I'ma I'ma watch it. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna not watch it, but I just I'm just not too interested in that matchup. I don't think it really does anything for anybody. If anything I would have loved to see Braun Strowman come up to Bray Wyatt, and then maybe they had an interaction. I would have got excited about that because I'm like, "Ooh, what's going to happen? Is he going to join him? Is he going to beat him? Is is uh, Braun Strowman just going to do his own thing?" I would have loved to see that first, but i in. In they're going to eventually cross paths. When they do, it's going to be interesting. Get ready for
2: that. Bring it back to that point. You say L.A. Knights are. Like to- a talker, right? So I would say he might be the rubbly rabbit that talks all the time, that talks too much.
1: Possibly. Possibly.
0: But, but the boy just got his character back. So you told me he was going to get his character back for two weeks and then change to another character? Who cares? You
1: Who know? cares about his right now? be honest.
0: I think a lot of people want to see L.A. Knight do good, man. Uh, I think he has potential. He looks good physically. Uh, He can speak. Um, He's quick-witted. He's good in the ring. You know what I'm saying? So I want to see what L.A. Knight can do. Uh, But I'm really interested to see how he would do against a top-tier talent like a Bray Wyatt. Also, if he can stand toe-to-toe with Bray, I think they might, you know— Put a little shine on the boy. I don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I like LA Knight. I like Bray Wyatt. Let's see what happens on Friday night. Moving on. Speaking of another dark presence, on Monday night, we saw the change of Austin Theory. Austin Theory looks like he lost his best friend, his dog died. And he just got angry. He's mad at everybody. Uh, him and Dolph Ziggler on Monday night had a banger of a match. And then it showed Austin Theory beating the hell out of the legendary Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> uh, and then ultimately coming back at the end of the Seth Rollins... Um, who did Seth Rollins fight on Monday? Seth Rollins and... um out. Out. Woo! Say, uh, my, uh, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor had a, a great um, main event match on Monday night. Uh, Austin Theory came back at the end of that match and beat the hell out of Seth Rollins. Uh, this is a darker theory, a little bit edgier. I like his new look. You know, I think he he dyed his hair or something. You know, his facial hair is a little more darker. His character is darker, um, and it all came from him losing the money in the bank contract and being ridiculed by everyone. What do you guys think about this darker Austin Theory character? Uh, LP, I saw your mouth wide open. You were waiting to
1: speak. Go ahead. <laughs> ah, I mean, he's doing the exact same thing. Bill Morgan doing, like literally the exact same thing. Like I, I, there's two things I'm tired of seeing. I'm tired of just. <laughs> And then I'm tired of seeing people fighting and the security people come out one minute and they don't come out the next. How y'all gonna come out yeah. at one time? But when, in the end, people beat the hell out of there and then nobody come help. But they came out the first time. I I think that if anybody would go to the Y family, this is like a total script. But with his darker side, I can kind of see maybe something like that could possibly happen. And he, he changed completely. Then I'll be down with that. But like, other than that, Austin Theory just being a tough guy all of a sudden—I don't think it's gonna work. He's a—he's a good heel, but he's a good pretty boy heel. I don't see him being—they gonna do him like they did Brian Corbin when Brian Corbin started going through uh, homeless and whatever that stupid super they had him doing. So I—I I, I think if they, if, unless they go have Austin <coughs> doing the wild thing, we need to stick with his clip. I'm—I'm not really feeling this. Live Morgan, uh why you keep calling Austin Theory Live Morgan, man? That's the <laughs> They do that. doing exact same thing. They doing that exact, look. Look how Live been acting. Now he all crazy, and now he all crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Call Kevin Owens.
0: Yeah. Uh. I like the aggression that Austin Theory is showing. I think he really wants to show everybody that he's a top-tier player, uh, that he can really uh, carry a show. I'm not sure how this is going to go, but you know, it definitely leads to other areas. I still think he should have went down to, to NXT, but I mean, I guess he feels, he feels like he can be that main event player, and I think he, he should continue to try that. Uh switching gears a little bit. I want to go in the opposite direction and I want to go uh to AEW. Um your girl Paige, better known now is as Soraya, and AEW is having her first match in over five years uh back on a wrestling product. She's facing Britt Baker. Hey. Uh, and an anticipated return back to the ring since breaking her neck. Uh, I believe it was, was it Sasha Banks Um, where she got an accident and and broke her neck? I believe it was was not Sasha? I believe it was Sasha. Maybe it was somebody else. (laughs) Uh, But I I do remember uh, her breaking her neck and she had an edge kind of kind of comeback uh, where after a major neck surgery and being told that you're not going to be able to wrestle or perform again all of a sudden she gets this green light uh, to go ahead and wrestle again I want to see how you guys feel about uh, the legendary Paige coming back to the world of wrestling and do you think that she will bring some more star power to the AEW product let me go LP
1: um if she's healthy i think i think everybody gonna be a little crazy at first but if she's ready to go <coughs> wwe must didn't trust it enough because they gave her she just had a movie not too long ago and then it was like she was managing and then she was just like fired or something so i don't i'll be wondering what be up with that i think like wwe didn't trust her back in the room so
0: yeah, um, I'm not sure about that either. I'm not sure how she got clearance. Yeah, maybe she she is a, a clean bill of health. Uh, I don't think that WWE wanted to take that chance on her. Uh, let me ask Jeff. What do you think about Soraya? Uh, return to the ring. I'm a big page fan. I love it. I'm loving she's back in the ring. She was very entertaining, and she had a
2: mouthpiece on her. That's what- but made her a well-rounded wrestler right there. Like, I would have rather seen her come back to WWE and do that debut. Like, she can go against Bianca Belair, you know. Hey, hey, is, yeah. But I'm happy she's back.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mr. Everything, um, how do you think that Paige will perform do you think she will perform differently after, you know, her injury? Or do you think she will go balls to the wall and try to put on the show for her first match back? Well, the main thing, I, I believe,
3: I mean, she has the right people around her, like Daniel Bryan who, or Brian Danielson, who has also been through the same situation where he was told that he would never be able to wrestle again. Um, so I'm sure she's been around the right people to start training the way she needs to so that way she can perform the way she needs to. And that's the biggest key thing, the biggest key element to being able to get back in the ring and start the training so that way you know exactly what your limitations are and what you can do, what you can not do, what you're willing to try because, you know, it's a neck injury. So you're nervous, you're worried about injuring yourself again, making yourself even worse. Um, The neck injury is the hardest thing to come back from, so... I think she's going to go out there and do exactly what she can. Um, she's going to get, you know, it out, see what she can do in front of the crowd. Because training and moving around and doing some stuff is one thing. Getting in front of that crowd and feeling that energy is another thing. You may want to go out there and try to do something that you wasn't really expecting to do. And then you mess around and mess yourself up. So it's only a matter of time to see what she's going to do. I think our first match is with Britt Baker, isn't it?
0: Yeah, with Britt Baker. Yeah.
3: So I, I think match I match. think they'll yeah, I think they'll be fine. breaker is a pretty good um talent, and I think they'll do just fine with each other. Yeah,
0: I think a lot of fans are excited to see Paige back. Um, but to be honest with you, with a big name like Paige returning uh to wrestling and returning uh to a, a wrestling product like AEW, um, who's a little bit more loose on their safety practices I would say uh, in ring work you know their wrestlers really don't they, don't they really don't care about the health of the other person sometimes <laughs> I could tell told it in the match um, <laughs> you know they, they're they really very spotty and those spotty moments can, can cause a lot of injuries um, but I'm, I'm happy to see Paige uh, back uh, I want to see her debut hopefully she doesn't lose a step at all and she could be a dominant player in the women's roster. Um, I'm going to switch over back over to WWE because we're since we're on this, uh, this injury uh, uh, topic uh, or returning back from an injury, we have some people who are out with an injury and we're uh, closely looking for their return. Right now on the current main roster injury list, we have Randy Orton. Uh, who just took a picture uh, recently and uh, in, in uh, recovery? I believe he had a a back surgery, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. And he looks like he's recovering well. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm ready to see the Viper back in the ring. Uh, Becky Lynch, who was out on injury, you also have Rey Mysterio, Our Truth, who was on, who just got injured in uh, NXT <laughs> with Grayson Waller. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens is on the injury list also. Uh, of course, Biggie. Uh, we all wish Biggie a speedy recovery uh, for him to come back. Uh, Roderick Strong of uh, the Diamond Mine, he's on injury list and down in NXT. Uh, you also have Cody Rhodes who's uh, been hitting at a comeback uh, coming up soon. So hopefully we can see him for the Royal Rumble. Um, we also have Logan Paul during his debut, well, yeah, debut championship match. I can't say debut match, but debut championship match uh, with Roman Reigns your Tribal Chief. Uh, he had a ACL and meniscus tear in his leg, or uh, well, injury. I'm not sure if it's a tear or not, but it's an injury. Um, and so, I want to see Logan Paul come back. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna circle back around the Logan Paul thing because I have something there may be a big news for people. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and finish this injury list. Uh, We have Natalya, Rick Boogs, who I miss Rick Boogs on Friday. uh, On Fridays with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Robert Roode. I was wondering what happened to Robert Roode. But I guess he's been out on injury for a while. Uh, Tiffany Stratton, who's down in NXT. Uh, You also have Tommaso Ciampa, who is on uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, And Aaliyah, who is on the SmackDown product. Uh, so we all wish you guys a speedy recovery. But let me circle back around to Logan Paul, who is potentially being cited as an opponent at next year's WrestleMania for the one and only John Cena. Have you guys seen that news? Happy. Hmm?
3: cat got your tongues hmm? <laughs> I, got a, I, I instantly got a headache <laughs> i'm
2: tired
0: oh man why you hating on your boy huh why you know your boy oh um, I, I you know what i don't want to see it but i know it's gonna happen and i'm gonna watch it <laughs> Let me be honest with you uh what do you think about what do you think about Logan paul as a potential challenger against the great john cena uh since he already looks like he's having a conniption and a stroke and a heart attack all in one mr everything what do you think about this potential this potential match
3: when you say potential like what do you mean in potential like i don't see no potential in this um of course of course he's 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 gonna go under. You know he's not beating John Cena. Just that's that's an immediate. You're you're out of here, brother. Do um, we know. Do yes we, we do. do. Yes we do. Yes we do. <laughs> There's no way you're gonna have him come in there and did he beat did he beat Miz?
0: He beat miss He beat didn't. the Miz. He beat the Miz. Yeah, and well, he beat the Ray not, Mysterio. The Miz is not John Cena. He pinned Rey Mysterio.
3: With his own with his own daggone move to. Yeah, talk back, back to me another 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 show. Another show
0: that's for that. <laughs> that was kind of cold blooded. That was kind of cold blooded. Chef, what do you think about a potential match between John Cena and Logan Paul?
2: <laughs> I'd rather get my teeth
0: pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the love,
2: fellas? I'm Where tired is the love? Of Logan Paul. Like, oh man. The range should have been shouldn't have been how it was at that off. So just the, is the money maker right now. Just making WWE for money. That's it. That's
0: all. Mm. LP, can you be a light in a dark
1: tunnel? What do you think about John Cena <laughs> versus <laughs> DePaul? Okay, first of all, let's not ever say that he's on the main roster. He's not a, he's a part-timer. He's not on the main roster. Get him off the injury list. Put him on the part-timer list. Uh, (laughs) I I, I think that's just something that fans been talking about. Just like they keep on saying The Rock and uh, Roman, like that's just something made up. I don't think the WWE is looking toward that at all. If it was to happen, I hate to say this, but if they was to do it, John Cena would let him win. And I only say that because John Cena don't got nothing. John Cena lost the last time he came back famous thing. Like, John Cena would do that to enable to push him higher. Because everybody knows John Cena was known to not give people chances. And ever since then, John Cena been trying to get rid of that, you know, that part. Everybody know how he did the next and everything. So he will let, let Logan Paul win. Like, they're not gonna have Logan Paul lose again. Like, but... I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's just saying putting it out there and but I don't think it's going to happen. They're putting him out there as a
0: potential person. I also could see uh, I could also see uh, Austin Theory versus John Cena match. That would be an interesting match even though probably a lot of people wouldn't show a lot of interest for that, but I think that'll be a great opponent for John Cena. Their styles will match up and I think they can do some good storytelling together. But uh Logan Paul versus John Cena would be a big money match. Who's the last person John and Cena Re- Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Which you know, I saw that. them
0: live. I saw I saw Roman Reigns versus John Cena live. Um that was it was it was it was very interesting. But yeah, that was the last person that uh that he faced. Um, Pre-Roman Reigns, I'm not even sure who John Cena's last opponent was, to be honest with you. Uh, The Undertaker. Was it The Undertaker? That was back in 2016?
1: Maybe? No,
3: that was like 2019. Was it? Okay.
1: He did good. He lost, right?
3: Yeah. The Undertaker choked him out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah right.
0: I, I remember that.
1: If that's the that case, was this, yeah, he, maybe he will get. He need a win.
0: <laughs> I think he might need a win, sir.
1: <laughs> yeah, they bring him back. Then he, he, like, he probably like I don't <laughs> lost the last time. I'm not losing this time. So let me take
0: that back. Then. Yeah. Uh, now we just mentioned uh, your main man, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and. Uh, you know in our entertainment section i want to do something a little bit different um this november it's the first time that <laughs> yeah, we've seen a dc universe and a marvel universe being led by people of color that are breaking box office records um this past week we saw Dwayne the rock johnson Uh, congratulate Wakanda forever the movie uh, for its opening day Um, and I can see a little little healthy competition there Uh, but for the top of the Marvel and DC cinematic universe are sitting people of color that comes representation Um, a lot of uh, black brown and and yellow and, and green people and kids of all ages are looking up to uh, these powerful figures that are otherwise being shown in a negative light in other spaces. But for the movie realm, uh, this is really, really good. Um, I want to see what you guys think about uh, The Rock playing, excuse me, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, playing Black Adam. Have you guys checked the movie out yet? And uh, what do you think about Black Adam and Black Panther or Wakanda Forever? Uh, showing more prominent people of color in a leading role. Let me go,
1: LP. Uh, I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched Black Avenue yet. I was going to watch it, but I'm waiting for it to come out on my one of my little apps where I watch free movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we do to support piracy here at the Best Them Podcast. I, 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 <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big rock fan, but my, whole, my thing with I wasn't in the Black blackout just because they took too long to do it. They've been this movie been in production since 2009, so it's like it took, it's like it took them forever to get it to the But still, it was great to see. I'm a Black Adam fan, but the movie is more about the Rock being Black Adam and yeah, Black Adam being the Rock. But with Black Panther, you know, that's, you, you got Black and you got Hispanics, like, and that's that's the main two races or the two cultures that they're pretty much talking about in um, the movie it was a wonderful 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 movie uh from beginning to end was it perfect and nah, i had a couple little things you know i'm a, I'm a nerd so it had a couple little things I'm like, ah. but it was a real great movie it was an emotional movie uh and it's for the culture i mean that movie is 100 for the you know for us like I said in the, in the good life and it, and, and it was good to see black adam but they knew they should have known that the rock black adam going against uh, black panther I'm glad that Rock congratulated them because they. they were, Black Panther made this weekend what, what Black Adam has made since it's been out. So, you know, there was never going to be no competition. It's Marvel in the DC. But um, it, it's still definitely good to see probably in the top five movies right now. I know both of them are listed. If they're not one and two, they to be between one and three. But it's always good to see uh, movies made by people of color, uh, Black or Samoan, <laughs> it's always a good
0: thing to do oh man uh, Chef, have you had an opportunity to check out any uh, of the movies and what do you think about the representation uh, of uh, strong uh, people of color who are in the leading roles
2: I think it's great you know finally <laughs> but I watched Black Adam I loved it Every, the, the rock played that part to the team you are if if you like the comics of Black Adam you're gonna like the movie the rock did that there was two you know I mean it was two people And that uh and Black Adam was uh, Black Adam then it was uh oh, man. Hawkman. he's in it you know that's that was something new to me You <laughs> know, usually they have a little they have a little white guy playing them but they had a black dude playing Hawkman it was it was nice
0: uh yeah i'm not sure about the actor's name i know i've seen him on a a lot of movies before he played in uh uh straight out of compton and a couple of other movies uh and his name escapes me, so forgive me, uh, Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, but I'll get that to you. But the guy, the character the guy that plays uh the character Hawkman, uh, they changed the race of the character to a black man. Um, they've done that in, in the comic books uh before. I've seen Hawkman as a as a, a black man before. Um, but they did it on the main screen for everybody to see. Um, and so that was very interesting to have two. Uh, black men in that movie uh, who were uh, playing leading roles. Uh, Mr. Everything, what do you think about uh, the representation of Black Panther uh, within the actual movie, the Wakanda Forever uh, movie? Uh, And what about the uh, Black Adam franchise? How do you feel about those? Uh, I think it's
3: amazing
0: representation. I
3: think it's been a long time coming, but it's just right on time. Um, With everything that's going on in society, with the Black culture and um, the Latin community. Um, So as far as Black Panther, I have not seen Black Adam yet, but I've heard really good things about it. But uh, yeah, Wakanda Forever was definitely an amazing representation of everything. And truth be told, it showed how greedy the U.S. is and how fearful they are. Because Wakanda wasn't bothering nobody, they were chilling, minding their own business, and all us wanted to do is take their resources and use it for their own selves, and was worried about Wakanda doing something to them. Like, oh, we ain't even, we don't we ain't even looking your way. We we are not looking your way. We are sitting here, minding our own business, grieving our king. Okay, we are not bothering
1: you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That is the worst. That is the worst Wakanda accent. Listen,
2: listen,
1: <laughs> I never, I never said I can
3: do accents very well. Okay, all right. Listen, Oh man, <laughs> okay, that's my that's my coffee Kingston
0: style. Yeah, was, <laughs> uh, it it is. Is. The old coffee, old coffee. Um, um, I haven't seen Wakanda Forever yet. I, I I've man. been sick. Um, the last uh, past weekend so I haven't had a chance to go and check it out but I did watch Black Adam I watched the movie Black Adam in 4DX if you guys have not watched a movie in 4DX I would implore you to do it at least one time um, but you cannot do it if you're pregnant uh, if you've ever had uh, epilepsy or something like that the ride is rough you would think i went into it thinking it was like a disney ride you know the seats move a little bit they squirt water in your face there's lights and stuff going off um and for when i watched the black adam movie it first started with the wakanda forever trailer where everything was synced Mm -hmm. to the wakanda forever trailer i thought that was cool after that trailer I was like, "Hell, this movie is two hours long. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this for a whole two hours, fellas." It felt like The Rock whooped my ass for two hours straight. I was <laughs> thrown around. My neck was hurting. My spine was crooked. <laughs> I couldn't sleep that night. I was. It was. It was harsh on me. I just watched everybody in the crowd just get whiplashed. <laughs> Every time they got punched, you got punched um so <laughs> if you if you haven't checked out a 4dx theater uh check out one near you i would say go there because it gives you a different experience um but if you uh, if you're a little bit older if you're not equipped to to take all that punishment i wouldn't recommend i would recommend you uh just watching the regular or just sit in the aisles and watch everybody get whiplashed. uh but it was a great experience um i enjoyed the black uh the black adam movie Um, I'm excited to see where this franchise goes. I think this this is something that's fresh and new for the DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, It's something that a lot of people are interested in. I want to see more of it. I want to see where those characters uh, go. And I think think it, I'm not going to say it's leveling the playing field because they still got a long way to go. But it's a good introductory to DC because DC always produces good villains. That's what I will say. DC always has really good villains and the introduction of Black Adam, who is a villain, is going to be good. For, if I'm thinking about it now, the top movies for DC have all been movies that are based on villains. The Joker, yeah. The Suicide Squad, and now Black Adam. All of those movies have done really well. Um, Even Birds of Prey with uh, Harley Quinn. Those were some pretty decent movies. I enjoyed all of those movies more than the Batman and Superman movies. I I didn't care too much for them. Um, I I do love a bad guy, though. And I think for a lot of people who haven't seen the Black Adam movie, they're going to be very, very surprised (laughs) at what they see. In the in the first introduction to the Black Adam character, he grabs a dude by his throat and electrocutes him to death.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) I was was not (laughs) expecting that. Um, So, if you have not seen the Black Adam movie, or if you have not seen Wakanda Forever, I would implore you to go and check that out uh, and support great content Uh, so fellas uh, it's been a lot happening in wrestling a lot going on and uh, we have to go to Mr. Everything and ask him Mr. Everything
1: well (laughs) sorry about that that's right,
0: sometimes things happen you know what I'm saying that
1: uh,
0: yeah I think I might need a Snickers break but <laughs> we gotta ask for everything <laughs> what was your match of the week
3: of course it's, it's no question here what the match of the week was and of course it would be the Usos versus the New Day um Amazing match, as always. These guys brought in, put out of clinic. Uh, I have not been able to see Monday Night Raw yet, but I did hear really good things about the Matt Riddle and Chad Gable match. So I will be going back to look, to check that out and see what happened happen with that. These are two great competitors. But match of the week is going to go to the Usos
0: and the New Day. Awesome. Uh, that was... Uh, a banger of, of a match man and i really wanted to see more uh i wanted the new day to pull up, but that win off i ain't I, I did i did want the new day to protect their legacy um so we got new champions y'all that was a banger of a match it was so good uh i thoroughly enjoyed it um and i'm looking more you know, forward to more interactions between the new day and the Usos. I think they have one of the best rivalries uh in wrestling, to be honest with you. Um moving on. Uh LP, we gotta come to you, my brother. Uh it's been a lot of moments in wrestling. So we have to ask what LP's best damn moment. All
1: right, my best moment comes from Raw. At the end of the show when I turned it off. Because that show was awful. <laughs> that was, a, that wow. was the worst moment of my life. was <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> no. It was trash from beginning to end for me. So if I gotta give it to an actual match or, or actually anything that happens, I give it to the best moment with, with SmackDown at the end. Even though I'm kind of sick of Duke McIntyre showing up, but the fact that they kind of pre-meeted what they're going to do at War Games, the boys showing up, jumping. Uh, I still wanted to know what Rome was about to do. But I don't know if they're going to ever go back to that. That was more important to me. But I, I guess if I got to give a good moment than anything, definitely not enough for Raw. Throw so Raw that trash. But SmackDown, uh, right right SmackDown, I got to give the best moment to, to win the boys at the very end of the
0: uh, the the Drew coming out with the Brawling Brutes was a surprise for me, but if Drew is a great fit for the Brawling Brutes, and if Drew needed to join any group of guys in any type of faction, I think it would be the Brawling Brutes. It, it just makes sense. He fits in. Um, Shameless is a is a great mouthpiece, but Drew is a greater mouthpiece. They, I mean, they really complement each other in a lot of ways. Uh, they've had some uh, some. Oof, some banger of some matches man uh where they tore the house down in every single uh competition that they faced each other so i enjoyed and they were the brawling brooks was that and they were tag team champions yeah uh former former uh wwe champions both of them former tag team champions together um I would love to see more from the brawling and drew McIntyre. And I think he should join the brawling Bruce. Like I said, it just makes sense. And then drew would have some backup. Um, he would have some backup against the bloodline and anybody that's on SmackDown. If you do not have some eyes and ears, you are going to struggle. <laughs> you know, you are going to struggle. Um, so uh, I agree with you. That was a pretty great moment. I think uh, an even better moment was when uh, Seamus came back after getting married. Yeah. Uh, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, but after getting beat down
2: and written <laughs> off TV
0: and then get married and then coming back, um, he had a moment when he was, you know, it was hype. The energy was there. And then he started talking on the microphone and the microphone stopped working and it it took all the air out of the room all the presence out of it and Roman Reigns was like this guy can't be serious you tra- you talk about you want to compete against me you can't even get the mic to work oh God. <laughs> great segment great segment and he was like i don't need the mic to work i could tell you up to your face and they all rushed in the ring and then everybody started fighting everybody hit somebody <laughs> so, <laughs> it was it was a great moment um to see sheamus back man i was waiting for that so war games looks like it's shaping up fellas man you know on the in the women's division we just saw uh mia yim join bianca alexa and oscar uh, against damage control, which has Bailey, E.O. Sky, um, Dakota Kai, Nikki Cross, Nikki Cross, and now Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Um, so we're waiting for uh, to see who else is going to join Bianca and Alexa on their team. But the women are looking like they're shaping up, and then the men with the Brawling Brutes, Andrew McIntyre versus. The bloodline, that little light, that's going to be also a great match. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that, fellas. Um, I hope you guys are, too. Ain't
2: this is a Bible game, 5 on
0: 505? I think it's going to be 5-on-5. Five five. Yeah, so I think who, it's going to be 5-on-5. Five five.
2: Who do you think, if they Brawling Roots is against the bloodline, who you think they going to bring out? Because you know the bloodline is going to bring out Sami Zayn as a fifth member.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. And i Sammy's you know, know. Oh, that's fake That's great. right same is not really hurt. And I know he had a cast on,
3: yeah, he had a, a arm brace on, did he? Yeah,
2: probably yeah, okay. But how many times that Sammy Zane came out to the ring with an arm brace, act like he's hurt, then somebody you
1: Yeah, but I'm talking about like a full match. I, I I'm I'm i, I wondering wonder who
0: the female is gonna be. Like it's gonna be Charlotte Flair. No, no, female. Uh,
1: female, yeah, you're right. I
0: don't know. It got it's somebody that's on RAW though. I'm not sure who that's gonna be. Um,
3: yeah, it's gonna be Becky. Uh, Charlotte. It is might be. It
0: pulled. might
3: be. It might be Becky.
0: Charlotte
1: just
3: recently or got do, pulled from. Maybe Do Drop. Maybe Do Drop. Out of. Dude, drop that <laughs> that idea out of your head. Thank you.
2: <laughs> if Becky Johnson joins the War Games, she gonna join uh, Bianca. She gonna be on Bianca team. Yeah. You, see the, you see the match off in SummerSlam when that was inside the ring. If they gonna go at it.
1: If, if if it's Becky, then they gonna win. But if it ain't Becky, I wanna say they gonna lose. I don't know. Right now, with, with them adding Rhea to the team, Rhea was a better pickup than this. Other lady, y'all. She didn't impress me. Her man. Yeah. She didn't. Uh, so, she didn't impress me. Real, real on that team. They look. Good. Even Nikki Cross. She's annoying, but she she can't. You know she can't wrestle. Like they're they're. Team in fact, that-
3: all, all. of these women have been in war games, haven't they? Well, no, Bailey hasn't.
2: Me Bianca me has.
3: has. Bianca has.
2: Mia hasn't.
0: And
2: Mia I
0: haven't. I don't know. All of them are come. All of them came from uh, NXT. NXT. But I'm not sure if they competed in the War Games match. I have. I haven't seen the women's War Games match. I've only seen the men's. So, uh, you know, best animation if you have that. Yeah, I believe EO has for real. I seen EO jump yeah, off real, the cage. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I do remember EO. EO jumped off the cage. That was insane.
3: Dakota, Dakota Dakota uh, was in it because she turned on she turned on her team when she slammed the cage on the girls off. I did see
2: that
0: match. I did yeah. see that match. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that, man. But that was that was a great match. I'm excited about uh war games, man. It just it's a good fit for survivor series. Um, that type of match is a really good fit for survivor series. Um, before they had SmackDown versus Raw. I think they're doing it a little different this time around. Um, but I'm excited to see it, man. Uh, I know you fellas are too. <laughs> All right. So uh, this past week, we came to Mr. Everything. You saying Mr. Everything, we want to know the behind the scenes. We want to know how moves come together. We want to see how can you slam a man on his head and not crush his entire spine? (laughs) Uh, So we had to come to the expert. And he has gracefully gave us insight to Mr. Everything's Academy of Wrestling. So (laughs) before we show this clip... Uh, Mr. Everything, can you explain what the people are about to see? Yeah, so uh, my trainer is C.W. Anderson. He's
3: an ECW original. Uh, he's worked with WWE, WCW. He's been all over Japan. Uh, he started training me when I first started. Now I train him and the other guys uh, in different aspects of my background as far as like the Boston and the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu the grappling. What you're getting ready to see is the guys actually doing some grappling stuff. Grappling assists you in knowing how to get out of certain maneuvers and being able to think on the fly. Uh, A lot of people don't know how to do that, which is why they get lost. in have matches in their matches.
0: All right. Uh, So, hang tight as we take you so, Mr. Everything.
1: And then that's all you do. Is you just start playing around and get to that point. And you, like we said earlier, never lose contact. That's why when he was reversing a while ago, I kept my hand on it, even though he didn't have anything. The crowd's not going to see that. It's that contact and just coming up with mm-hmm. your work. Right. Because chain wrestling is not that scientific and it's not an A, B, through, Z move. It's just making up shit and coming up with it as you go and that's all you gotta do. That's why in here, you chain-wrestle. You chain-wrestle, you chain-wrestle. Chain and it's gonna get better. The guys that have come here, didn't know how to chain-wrestle, by the time they got done, they were getting here stretching other guys because it's all you do.
0: So just play around. with okay. <laughs> like it. You can reach through, like that. Right here. Got that, now come back. Come on. Here, or you can go like this. Ah, coming through, ah! Ah, like that, that's the one I like. <laughs> just like We're just gonna let him roll over and my ankle's right there already for him to get to that, yep. and you can just like, like you're doing he's doing never, something. You're never moving this, you're moving that. So when you lean back, his head legs back, but that never goes. Ah. So yeah, I'm gonna that. Ah, ah. That's the one I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh
3: tell us a little bit about and that those straight push. knee bars. Yeah, so he, he was showing them the best ways to do some quick ankle picks and knee bars uh, to utilize, you know, different methods to get your opponent off of you and get yourself out of a bad predicament, and put them in a worse predicament without putting yourself in trouble all over again. So that's pretty much what they were doing. chain wrestling, moving around, filling each other out, see where you're at and see how you can get out of it.
0: Awesome, man. Um... What what benefit does chain wrestling have for new wrestlers? Like learning how to The uh, Main
3: thing it it helps them. It the main thing it helps them to be able to work their match. A lot of guys want to get in there and they want to flip. They want to jump around. They want to come up the top rope. But the fans they have a small attention span, so they're going to be watching like, okay, what I what what just happened? I I, I missed it. You have to gear be able to give themselves into kind of get invested into chain wrestling helps the investment of the match. It helps the emotions of everything. It also helps you as far as your cardio, you're not going to blow yourself up not going to get tired really fast. Um, and it shows trying to gain an advantage over your opponent, whether it's the guy getting over on you or you getting over over the guy. So that's pretty much what chain wrestling helps with.
0: Awesome. Um, I thought that was a great clip and in, in trying to, uh, show young wrestlers how to uh how to maneuver and how to do some missions uh, i was watching closely because i was like i'm gonna hit somebody with that one day i'm gonna just get on the ground and i'm gonna learn that you know what i'm saying uh but thank you mr everything uh for that clip and and thank uh cw anderson for allowing us to uh show that clip um you are a member of the Best Damn Nation, sir. We salute you. <laughs> um, um, so, fellas... Some wrestlers and some people... deserve an award of sorts. Uh... Something to let them know... to not ever do what they just did... ever in life again. Uh... I have this week's nominee for the WTF Award. What the? F- what's that? What the? F- what's that? <laughs> oh, man. This week's nominee for the WTF Award is none other than soggy ass Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio had a match against the great Sheldon Benjamin, who I haven't seen wrestle on TV in a minute. Sheldon Benjamin is the certified legend. He can't talk worse yet, but he is a great wrestler. Uh, he was uh, part of the uh, faction, the Hurt Business, uh, former tag team champion, uh, former IC champion, uh Sheldon Benjamin is a is a bona fide Hall of Famer. And we saw soggy ass Dominic beat Shelton Benjamin this past Monday. The match was horrible. The boy ran damn near the whole match. Uh he kept getting in and out of the ring. Uh, the judgment day kept jumping in to kind of help him. Uh, he kept trying to hide behind Rhea Ripley. I thought he looked horrible. Did you guys get a chance to see that? Um, and what do you think about Dominic's match on Monday Night Raw? Let me go LP and see what you say.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I actually didn't watch Raw Live like I normally do. I watched it on Hulu. And I guess mm-hmm. Hulu wasn't worthy of showing <laughs> because it wasn't on Hulu. <laughs> so yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know nothing <laughs> about it. <laughs> You ain't missed nothing. Yeah, you ain't miss I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I hate to, I hate that Benjamin is used as a jobber. He just lost the well Austin Theory uh what the money before that. So I hate doing sure him like that. Yeah, Domin- yeah. Dominique, Dominique is a bum. He he needs to go. I don't know what they can do with that. Oh man. Uh Chef,
0: what do you think Soggy Dom needs to do, man, to make his character get strong? Quit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn shame, sir.
2: Right Damn now, shame. he is making <laughs> he's giving the Mysterio name a bad image. He just needs to quit. Yeah, you know, because every time I've seen him, he's always bagging up on the ground, put his hands up, saying, "Please, no, no." Like, why are you wrestling for? Like, no oh man,
0: Mister Everything. What do you think Dom needs to do to become a more dominant figure on the Judgment Day? And then go, come, come on down to the Indies for a while. We'll help
3: you. <laughs> come on down to the Independents. Let us work with him for a little bit. I mean, truthfully, I think Dom was thrown in a little too fast and like we keep saying, go down to NXT, learn a couple of things, build up your character, and then maybe sometime down the line, come to the main roster. But right now,
0: you're not doing anything. Yeah. Um, it looks like every time there's an altercation with the judgment day, Dominic is hiding behind everybody. <laughs> um he looks like a little kid, man. Like, you know, it's it's just it's just hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. And then he disrespects Eddie Guerrero every time he does his move. He does a little shoulder shuffle, just like most uh, uh, his, Hispanic wrestlers who looked up to Eddie. And Dominic had a real relationship with it. It might be his daddy. <laughs> it
1: might be his daddy. <laughs> uh, you know, people say that. I
0: ain't going to say who, but people say that. <laughs> people say that Eddie Guerrero is Dominic's daddy. I'm not sure how, how true that is uh I think Ray would differ but uh man um that was I, I didn't like that showing and all Dominic looks looks weak man and I really want to see more from him, but I don't want to see more of him just, I, want, I want to see more from him I just don't want to see more of him. you know what I'm saying uh <laughs> all right so chef showtime. Uh we get a little hungry, man, and we gotta come to you and ask you what was your best damn recipe.
2: Oh, this week, my best damn recipe was some chicken empanadas. You know that Ooh. that's like a two-step process. You know, what I mean you gotta make the dough. The dough gotta be delicious, then you gotta make the filling for your empanadas with your vegetables. Like me, I make the chicken. You can either use beef, you can use pork, but I use my chicken, then I put some vegetables and rice. That was a amazing meal, my little sour cream on top. <laughs> I was in <around>. love. <laughs> awesome,
0: man. Uh that sounds absolutely delicious. Uh fans, if you want to make and try the best damn chicken empanadas you go to the bd wrestling podcast page on facebook and get that recipe from the one and only chef showtime all right oh man we have doing down to two. <laughs> uh, Mr. Everything had to step out. Uh, his his phone uh, started to overheat, and uh, Chef just popped in like popcorn. There you go. There you go. He's back in the place to be. My
2: little
0: thing on accident. That's all good, brother. Uh, but, fellas. It has been a great show. Uh, a little longer than we usually go, but hey, we had a lot to talk about. Uh, fellas, tell the beautiful people what you got going on and where can they find you?
1: All right. Same thing for me as always. Uh photo shoot. That's my main thing right now. You can follow me on Instagram, one click to shoot. You can follow me on TikTok, one click top. I actually to remember this time what my TikTok was. Um, those are the main things. Check me out. You need some photos. Christmas is coming up. You need a family fortune. Right All day, every day.
2: Do you travel?
1: Oh, yeah. I travel. As long as you take care of the travel, I travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. If you pay the tickets in the hotel room and some gas and maybe some food, LP will be in the building taking pictures for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, sir. Uh, Chef, Showtime, where can the people find you and what you got going on?
2: Uh, You can find their same place, uh, Dante's Kitchen, or Dante's Corner, or or TikTok, and uh, Twitch, Chef Showtime, but right now, I'm I'm thinking about opening back up my kitchen, start doing my little catering business again. That's what I'm thinking about. Make sure my work schedule ain't overwhelming me so I can do both
0: of them again well if yeah. you do
2: sir you better put the best damn chicken that's on there <laughs> y'all, do it four times
1: yeah
2: that, that i i'm thinking about that but like now nah, you need the extra income how stuff is rising right now because gas is gonna go back to 20 dollars a gallon so you know <laughs> we gonna need the money <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i i definitely agree But chef uh man you got our support And you got the support of the best damn nation whenever you get that up and cracking. Uh, But for right now, everybody can check out your delicious recipes and see that chef be chefing. You understand what I'm saying, huh? (laughs) All right. And uh, my name is Brian Renegade. You can find me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. Uh, And if you want to follow the show, you can follow us on Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on our Facebook page at Best Damn Wrestling. You can follow us on our Facebook page, Slash Group, at the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Best Damn Crew. And you can follow us on Twitch at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support your boys, if you want to support what we have going on, You can go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash The Best Damn Wrestling Podcast to support your boys for only $5, five times, five times, five times, for only $5, you can support your boy and join the Best Damn Nation. Uh, We have all kinds of paraphernalia. We got socks, we got hoodies, we got hats, we got shirts, we got shoes, and we got condoms. Whatever you want, we got it at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. I lied about the comment part. I, I just thought that was funny. But anyway, <laughs> join our Patreon. <laughs> you know, we're not going to be responsible for the best damn babies. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, join our Patreon and support your boys in our growth. Uh, and you can also go to our website, www.. The Best Damn Wrestling Podcast dot live L I V E uh, to also support your boys there, fellas, beautiful people, and best damn nation. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time on the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, fellas. I'll see you next Wednesday. Beautiful people, a peace out.